When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following is a Learfield presentation of the Longhorn Radio Network. Longhorn Weekly with Coach Sark is brought to you by Pluckers Wing Bar. If you don't like our wings, we'll give you the bird. Windstar World Casino and Resort, over 10,000 ways to play. By Rico, an official corporate sponsor of Texas Athletics. The University Co-op. Get ready for game day and support student success at UT Austin by shopping the co-op. By your South Texas Ford dealers. Ford is the best in Texas. The Texas Lottery. Longhorn fans, play the Texas Lottery today. The Texas Lottery proudly supports Texas education and veterans. Sark live from Pluckers and presented by the Texas Lottery. As you probably figured out by now, I am not the great Craig Way. Lowell Galindo here filling in. Craig, the voice of the Longhorns. Pretty big basketball game going on over at Moody with Gonzaga in town. But hey, Sark, I mean, this is kind of exciting. We it get to is. hang out Normally for the we're in second the studio. time this week. I know, man. Normally we're in the studio. I don't know you if know this the is killer good or bad for you. The basketball game tonight. So our facility yep. and the Moody Center are what? Not a, not right 100 yards right across the yeah. street. And I'm going to have it on on my TV in my office when we're done here. So I don't get to go, but uh, hopefully I hear the roars from uh, from across the street. Late night for you tonight? Like what happens at this stage when it comes to game planning, getting ready for Kansas? So kind of final touches stage, I guess. You know, we do a lot of the base game plan, obviously, early in the week, Sunday, Monday. Um, we get into, you know, we, we install third down and red zone in the morning. Uh, today with the players and then tomorrow it's two minute right it's backed up situations it's thinking about your must calls and then your openers and you start kind of I start playing the game tonight I start watching game tape real you know when we watch tape we watch a lot of cut-ups but now I start watching the games and I try to get a feel for the play caller when and why is he calling what he calls and then how would we want to attack him in those scenarios so you're going to be up when the crowd gets out of Moody Center basically yeah, fair fair chance. Tonight, you know, early in the week are brutal nights. You know, Sunday night's probably about a, a 1 a.m. Um, yeah. And then we're back. I got a 6.40 a.m. staff meeting the next morning. Um, Monday night's late. Tonight, 
you know, it'd be great if I could, you know, watch the second half from my couch. I don't know. You, you never know how it goes. So true or false when it comes to the Moody Center, you were at the Bon Jovi concert after the spring game. I was, that's false. That's I was, false? I was not at Bon Jovi. I thought you wanted to go to that concert. I did. There was a few other things going. I had a few recruits <laughs> in town and, and a few other things going. But I have had a chance to see some awesome performances in there. I saw, you know, got a chance to see George Strait, Willie Nelson. Yeah. You know, early legit. on. And shoot, we went to PBR in there. I took the team to see, you know, PBR and, and watch these guys. They're, they're, they're nuts. I, I don't know <laughs> if I could do what they're doing, bull riding. But, no, it's an unbelievable f facility. Unbelievable atmosphere that we saw Saturday. Yeah. TCU coming to town, number four team nationally. Let's start with the atmosphere because that was a goosebump moment to see the team coming in. I don't know how aware you are when you walk in and you can size the crowd and compare it to a game like the Alabama game, but maybe because it was a little later in the season, later in the day, that was as packed as I've ever seen DKR outside leading up to a game. It was awesome. You know, I, I mentioned it in my press conference on Monday. That was the first thing I referenced. Uh, there weren't a whole lot of highlights to talk about from the game. So, th but Some the good fans, defense. There, but yes, there too. was, and we'll talk about that. But the fans were unbelievable. The students were unbelievable. The 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 atmosphere was just electric. Uh, you could feel the energy, and it started in the morning. I mean, I was on college game day. You know, whatever nine nine fifteen in the morning, and it went on all day long. As soon as the buses came in, you could just feel. Everybody that was going to be in the stadium was already there outside the stadium well two hours before kick. So uh, just set for a great stage. I, I thought the, the representation of the University of Texas, the class that we have, but yet the passion that the university, the students, the donors, the, the alums, everybody has, I think was on full display. Well, I said it in our pregame show on Longhorn Network, but that was a clear sign that the fan base has embraced you, embraced this program, and can see the trajectory that it's on. Now, I know you don't like the result, ultimately, right. and the way the game went down against TCU, but if you put it into perspective where you guys are trying to go, we know those are the teams that you're trying to beat. You're trying to get to that spot, right? Right. Where you're the conversation for the college football playoff. Get into the game, though, okay? Starting offensively, what is the game plan? Like, idealistically, if we can do this, what was that going to be? And at what point did you have to start switching that up because of the way the game was playing out? Well, ideally, you know, when you, when you watch TCU play, they play with kind of that three safety look. Mm -hmm. uh, they're all kind of back there at 10, 12 yards roughly. Um, and we'd faced that style of defense the, the very week before against Kansas State. Uh, we had faced it versus Iowa State earlier in the year. Uh, and theoretically speaking, you go into the game saying, we got to run the ball and we got to run them out of the three safety look. We got to run them out of the zone umbrella coverage, and then we got to force them into playing a little more man-to-man -man where we can create some one-on-one -on -one opportunities. Unfortunately, the run game wasn't hitting the way we wanted to hit from the start, and then we didn't, when we got them, we didn't take advantage of those one-on-one -on -one opportunities when we got, whether it was Xavier in space, JT Sanders, some opportunities to try to get the running back in space one-on-one. -on -one. Those things just didn't play out. So then you st got to start to alter, and now it got into a little bit more of a drop-back game just to try to get first downs. Um, you know, one of the things we like to do, and you, you've covered us to enough to know, is when we get one first down, that usually starts the rhythm. Yeah. And when our rhythm hits, now we can change tempos. We can go fast. We can go slow down. Uh, we can get some, un some un unorthodox formations and do different things. But – Ideally, that first first down in a drive is very critical to a team like us, and we just couldn't get it started. It felt like we were playing uphill. Field position was not in our favor after the first drive. Um, so offensively, we just never found that rhythm in the first half at all. And some of that has to do with drops, and there was just untimely drops from guys that are usually very sure-handed. How do you describe something like that? How do you explain that? And is it is it even addressed? If it's someone like J.T. Sanders that has proven – He's got some of the best hands at the tight end spot that we've seen in a really long time. Yeah, you know, what was interesting about the other night, I felt like we took turns. You, you remember when you were a kid and you'd go to your grandma's house and her, it would be Christmas time and there's her Christmas tree. Yeah. And her tree's all lit up and you see that one blinking light <laughs> and you're like, you just want to go fix that one light. Yeah. And then you fix it. And then there's another light over here, and you got to fit. And then they start, you know, just one at a time. That's kind of how we played. I, I wish I could say it was just that receiver, yeah, or the receiver group, or that left guard, or the whole low line, or 
Quinn at quarterback or the running back, I felt like it was almost every play it was somewhere else. It was like, okay, we fixed the hole over here. Now we got another one over here. And it, we just took turns, whether it was we got a really good play call, we get beat at right guard. Mm -hmm. We got a really good play call, we get the coverage we want, Quinn throws it, we don't make the catch. We got a really good play call, everything looks good, we don't make a throw, we miss the throw. You know, so it was just kind of one kind of thing after another. And then even as me, as a play caller, you can press too, right? You're trying to find some rhythm. You're trying to find a way to make sure Bijan's getting his touches or Xavier's yeah. getting a touch or you're trying to get Quinn into rhythm. And then all of a sudden you start getting out of what was the game plan going into the game because yeah. you're just trying to find some rhythm. So all in all, we just didn't play well. And in the end, to think you can play as bad as we played offensively and still have an opportunity in that ball game to, to make a play in the fourth quarter to, to go to overtime, I think speaks volumes for their overall team that we're playing much more as a team now that your defense can step up, step up special teams can step up, and now you have an opportunity to, to beat a really good team, a top five team, not playing your best football offensively. Because ultimately, the defense gives you a shot. They hold TCU, which is a great offense, to three points in the first half. And it was a party in the TCU backfield pretty much all night. So what did you see in the first half by the defense that really set the tone and, and set them up for success in this game? Because it did carry over into the second half as well. Well, I thought, you know, really all night, um, but mostly, you know, obviously notably in the first half, we dominated the line of scrimmage. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I thought our front seven really got after it, um, A, stopping the run, B, pressuring the quarterback when they did drop back to pass. And then the third element, which I thought was critical, they went to a lot of the perimeter screen game. They went to the bubble screens, the smoke screens, things of that nature, and then we defeated those. Jade Barron was really effective in that. Ryan Watt showed up there. So all of a sudden, it, you, you can't run it, you can't drop back and throw it, and we're not giving you the, the freebie throws. I think our defense made it really hard on them, especially in the first half of the ball game. And incredible because Deshaun Jameson is not available to play in that game. He was hurt in practice leading up. So you've got a freshman out there, Terrence Brooks, and that is a deep and electric receiving core at TCU. And at times, I mean, we even saw him up against one of the best receivers in America, Quentin Johnston. So... You're getting some young guys out there yeah. in a very critical situation. It seems like they're holding their own. Terrence Brooks, I mean, for his first career start, I think he played 72 snaps on defense in the game. Really only had one error. You know, the one touchdown, the, the, the one error, he and the, the miscommunication with Anthony Cook in the back end. Uh, but outside of that, I mean, he has really grown. He's always had the physical ability. But the maturity you're starting to see in him and then the, obviously the confidence to go out and do it. He played to the field. You can get on an island out there to the field because we like to play Watts into the boundary. But uh, a lot of our young players are, are gradually stepping up. I've talked about DJ Campbell on offense starting yeah. to step up. Savion Red on offense starting to step up more. So a lot of the younger guys, are, I think, are, are developing the way we would hope. And, again, we're a young team. I know that. But, and so these young guys are going to have to play, especially if somebody gets nicked up like Jamison did. Here's Terrence Brooks making his first career start against the number four team in the country uh, in a big ball game. You remember your first career start at BYU? I do. What was that like? It was against Air Force. We did not win. I did not play great. Loved the environment. Super nervous. Had all the had all the the, the uh, nervous you know Nellies and, and stomach bugs and all that. But uh, in the end. Uh, you, you get that taste of it, mm -hmm. and then you just want more of it. And that's kind of how my career ran. I couldn't wait till the next week to go play again. Was it easier, the second game? A little easier, tougher opponent. We played UCLA the next time. Ooh, and okay. they, that was, they were rolling. They were pretty good at that time with Terry Donahue and that crew. They had a young quarterback by the name of Cade McNown. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, so they, they had a pretty good team. But uh, ended up having a, you know, just get, you just get more and more comfortable. You get a taste of it, you get more and more comfortable, and you get confidence. What can you say about this defensive line? The thing I love is that Bo really put himself out there a year ago, sure right? Did. Made that statement, and it seems like he's backed it up. And his guys, a lot of the guys that were there a season ago, have also backed it up and become one of the foundations of this team. They sure have. You know, and you've heard me enough, Lowell, to say great teams are great up front. Yeah. They're really good on the old line. They're really good on the D line. Um, we had to address the offensive line through recruiting and w with youth. They're young uh, pups, but yeah, they are. They're, and they're getting better. The defensive line, we we're just more fortunate. We had a lot more experienced players. You know, we were returning six interior defensive linemen who were very good players for us. We were returning Ovi on the edge on one side, and Baron Sorrell played quite a bit as a true freshman last year on the other side. So a, a veteran group, 
Uh, but I, I give those guys a lot of credit for the buy-in, right? They yeah. bought into Bo Davis. They bought into the style. They bought into the tenacity, the physicality, the effort that you have to play with. And the beauty of it is we're deep. We can rotate a lot of guys. None of those guys play more than 30, 35 plays a game. So they're fresh when they're in there. They empty the tank, and when they're out, the next guys roll in, and then they go do the same thing. And there's so many guys that you see in practice as well that are really good but just haven't had their opportunity. That's so right. the cupboard is not bare. I mean, you guys have really stacked the talent on the defensive line. It's not just the O-line that has young talent to go around. No, we really do. I, I, some, some young guys to just right off the top of my head. Chris Ross, great player. Yes. Houston Defensive Player of the Year last year. Jeray Bledsoe, great young player. Zach Swanson, great young player. Aaron Bryant, we just had a staff meeting. Aaron Bryant's had the best week of anybody on the scout team for us this week. So he's coming along. So everybody's at a different stage, but, but four really good young players we signed in last year's class are going to be impactful players. Not to mention Ethan Burke and Jamon Tapp coming yep. off the edge. So uh, we're, we're fortunate just kind of where we're at from, from a youth perspective. And I'm leaving out Justice Finkley. Who's because already he's, become because a force. he's already yeah. playing with those guys. So um, again, I'm a firm believer, and everything starts up front. You win football games up front, and uh, I think we're we're in great shape not only now but for the future of the program. And a lot of momentum on the recruiting trail as well. We can get in that coming up in just a little bit. But we're going to take a break. You are watching live from Pluckers West Campus location, Longhorn Weekly with Coach Sark from Learfield. We'll be right back. Here's a fun fact for you. The average chameleon can point their eyes in two different directions. On the other hand, the average human can't. So unless you're a chameleon, there's absolutely no way you can focus on texting and driving at the same time. So don't do it, unless you're a chameleon. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Hey guys, it's me, Isabella Gomez, filling in for Smokey Bear because he's got more to say than just... Only you can prevent wildfires. Like, if you're outside enjoying a barbecue, don't let a hamburger distract you from fire safety. Make sure you aren't dumping your hot coals or ashes onto the ground because that could start a wildfire. So take wildfire prevention seriously and let's save the world one day at a time. Juntos con Smokey Bear, podemos hacerlo. Go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo GOAT G-O-A-T Acronym Stands for Greatest of All Time As in Spaghetti Sandwiches for Dinner They're my fave Dad You're the GOAT You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org Brought to you by the US Department of Health and Human Services Adopt US Kids and the Ad Council Ready for our little forest adventure? Yes! We're here! Whoa! That was fast! There's a forest closer than you think. Find a park or forest near you and music inspired by nature. Discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by USDA Forest Service and the Ad Council. It's time to get your horns up. Play the Texas Lottery today for your chance to win exciting prizes. And remember, luck happens to people like Wendy Bird and James Stewart, who keep a lookout for chances to win from the Texas Lottery. Wendy and James won Longhorn prizes and Texas Lottery scratch tickets. Hook them horns and scratch them tickets. Back here at Pluckers, hanging out with Coach Sark. Coach, want to get into some of the defensive turnaround and the job that Pete Kwiatkowski has done. You talk about TCU, they were averaging 43 points per game when they weren't playing Texas. You hold them to 17. Bama, 42.9, you hold them to 20. UTSA, which is a top 20 offense now in college football, 40 points per game, you hold them to 20, and OU, 35.4. How many points did OU score, everybody? Zero! Okay, just checking there. <laughs> what has gone into this turnaround? It's huge. Well, it's like anything. You know, there's, there's stages to 
building a program, right? And, and there's development from player development, there's scheme development. You know, when you think about the defensive staff last year in, in the way and how I hired them, I hired Blake Gideon was the first guy I hired. Oh, yeah. He was coming from Old Miss. I hired Terry Joseph was the second guy I hired. He came from Notre Dame. I hired Bo Davis. He, you know, he was coming from the Detroit Lions in the NFL. Then I hired Pete Kwiatkowski from the University of Washington. Then I hired Jeff Choate from Montana State as the head coach of Montana State, who, by the way, is having another amazing year. The only guys on that staff that had ever worked together were Pete Kwiatkowski and Jeff Choate. So everything A was brand new. Then you come in and now you're like, okay, let's, what do we want to do? How do we want to do it? Okay, that's, that, that's philosophical. Then you look at the roster. How was the roster built to do what we want to do? And maybe we have to make some changes until we can get to where we want to get to. And then you got to get the buy-in from the players. And the buy-in is probably the hardest part when you, when you think about here's a defensive coordinator and def defensive staff coming in. It was their third. Pete Kwiatkowski was our team's third defensive coordinator in three years. Wow. DeMarvion Overshone had a different coach every single year of his career at the University of Texas. So Jeff Choate, having him for two years in a row now, he's finally had some consistency there. So it takes trust, right? And trust takes time plus consistency from the coaches to build it. And then ultimately you gotta have some success. And once you start to have some success, now that confidence builds, now you want more of it, like we were talking about it earlier. Uh, I just think these guys have done a marvelous job of, of building the confidence you know, trusting in who they are as a, as a defensive staff and what they believe in and, and not getting crazy. And now all of a sudden we got to play man coverage every snap. We're not playing tight enough coverage. Or why don't we play three safety defense like Iowa State does? Or why don't we do this? Or, hey, let's just keep getting better at what we believe in. And ultimately it'll work out. And so far, so good. These guys have done a great job. I've had a chance to talk to PK a few times, getting ready for the spring game and the couple of games that we had on LHN. And you ask him about the success. And what I love about it, never brings himself up at all. And even if you ask him individually about himself and his role in this, he doesn't even bring his role in this up. It's always about somebody else. How important is that mentality to this program that you're building? Well, I think it's a sign of a great leader, right? Um, you, you always, you know, I think great leaders have a unique ability to accept blame and then give praise when things go well. And uh, PK has been doing this a long time. And he's been doing it at a lot of different levels, uh, whether it's at the FCS level, whether it's at Boise State, whether it's at the University of Washington. I said this, one of the reasons I hired PK was he was a thorn in my side <laughs> going against him when he was, when he was at Boise State. With he was Chris a star, like, I mean, they were defensive lineman or linebacker? He was a D lineman, but okay. really it was when he was, at, when he was a defensive coordinator. And I went against him when I was at Washington, he was at Boise State. Then when he was at Washington, I was at USC they were really good and really hard and really yeah. tough to, to compete against. Always really good up front. Always, you know, minimized the explosive plays in the back end and made it difficult on you, made you earn it in game. And I think our guys have really understood that now and buying into it. When we play sound football defensively, you're going to earn every yard you get. We're not going to give you the freebies. And then ultimately, can you put together 10, 12, 15 play drives? And I think that was the hard part for everybody the other night. As good as we played, we had two busts on defense the whole night. Yeah. TCU capitalized on both of them. We got out of a gap in the run game. They hit the long run, and we have a miscommunication in the back end, and they hit the post route for the touchdown. Outside of that, it was hard money for, for TCU to move the ball the and, other night. And there's a mentality I think we're seeing develop with the defense this season. Like, your guys are violent out there. For sure. They want to hit. How do you develop that? How do you develop Demo? I mean, this guy... Every limb is flying every which way as he's trying to get into the mix and make a tackle. How do you even go about building that? Is that something guys have? Do you have to recruit that? Well, I think, one, yeah, you, you want to recruit it. But, two, I think that's a culture that, that you instill in your team. And I'd like to think all three phases play that way. Um, I think we, we are, we're not as consistent. But I think there's an aggressive nature in the way we play the game, whether it's play calling, style of play. I think there's a physicality in which we play with. We tell the players all the time, we critique effort first. Then we look at fundamentals and technique. And so if you're playing aggressive, if you're playing physical, if you're playing with relentless effort, and then are you playing fast and are you playing smart? 
if we do those five things, generally good things happen to us as a football team. And um, you see it on special teams. You see it on defense. For the most part, you see it on offense. We didn't see it so much the other night, but for the most part, that's what you see. But I think the defensive players have really adopted this. We always say populate the ball. Yeah. I want to see white hats around the football. When I freeze this freeze the screen at the end of every play, I should see 11 white hats around the football, and our guys believe in it, and they're working to try to make it happen every play. And we're going to get into the special teams coming up a little bit later because Keelan Robinson, once again, finding a way to be a factor in teams. You are watching Longhorn Weekly with Coach Sark, presented by the Texas Lottery. We'll be right back. And as we enter the fourth quarter, the score is 277-0. Now that seems excessive. Oh, it is, but the crowd's still going wild. And there's a tie. Wait a minute. Looks like both teams are running off the field. And straight for that convenience store. Looks like a scramble to get those new cash blowout scratch tickets from the Texas Lottery. Giant cash prizes, it's a real blowout. Play cash blowout for your chance to win big. Visit TexasLottery.com for odds. Must be 18 or older to participate. Play responsibly. Light salutes you, overly dedicated Texas Longhorn fan. Welcome. You show up to every UT football, basketball, baseball, volleyball, and ball-related sport there is. Each game, you slather your entire body in burnt orange. Every nook and yes, you're brewed in Texas, and so is your Bud Light. Enjoy responsibly. Texas edition Bud Light beer cans. Anheuser-Busch, Houston, Texas. It's the Ford Shine Bright Sales Event, and Ford is helping you be a light for others this holiday season. Right now, get special offers on select Ford trucks and SUVs. Come in and choose a vehicle in stock, or simply place a custom order, lock in your rate, and you're protected. Hurry in to your local Ford dealer today and find the Ford vehicle that helps you shine bright all season long. Not all models, trims, or features may be available or may be subject to change. to win big then winstar world casino and resort is your best place to play so if you're looking to hit it big our expanded gaming floor now has over 10,000 of your favorite games for you to play big and with new restaurants and bars the world's biggest casino just keeps getting bigger snap back to throw looking still looking under some pressure and he'll go down set by Baron Sorrell Sorrell drops him at the 26 yard line that'll go for a loss of 11. Welcome back to Longhorn Weekly with Coach Sark. I'm Lowell Galindo filling in for Craig Way. Let's talk about that man Baron Sorrell. He flashed a little bit last year against Texas Tech. When did you realize you had something on the edge with him? Well, I think he's improved all season long. You know, I thought he's playing faster. He's playing more violent. Um, I think he's trusting his instincts, rushing the passer. I think PK's done a nice job with him. He's his position coach as well of teaching him when it's time to cut it loose and when it's time to really be disciplined in the scheme. And I think Barron's getting it. That, that combination of he and Ovi have become a real factor to go along with the guys inside. Your questions are coming up next. You're watching Longhorn Weekly with Coach Sark live from Pluckers West Campus. Presented by Learfield. We'll be right back. You're not too cool for me. And in return, I reciprocate that sentiment. I'll never be too cool for you. I was a man with a plan, but now I'm a dad with a decree, and you can't take that from me. Please let it be noted that I told my job they can dock my pay. Right now, it's just too important to take you to school every day. I want to be legendary for you. I want you to puff out your chest when you go to school the same way I do. I walk taller because of you, because I found everything to live for. That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ed Council. Hi, I'm Smokey Bear, and I made an assistant to help you out, because only you can prevent wildfires. Hey, Assistant Smokey Bear, call me Papa Bear, because I'm grilling up dinner. <laughs> do you get it? Yes, good job. So, what should I do with all these coals? Don't just toss them out. Put them in a metal container, because those embers can start a wildfire. I understand. The stakes are high. Ha, 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 ha. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. 
And now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. To your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide to this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. This is Longhorn Weekly. We've got more coming up after we pause 10 seconds for station identification on the Texas Longhorn Radio Network from Learfield. Welcome back to Longhorn Weekly with Coach Sark live from Pluckers West Campus presented by Texas Lottery. All right, Sark. We've got questions from the Texas faithful here. Nadia wants to know, how is the team preparing for the game coming up against Kansas? Well, I think what the guys have done a great job of this week. You know, we, um, I, I'm not one to not be transparent, honest, open with our players. And, and you know, we pretty candid conversation in the locker room after the game. Um, another really candid conversation Monday morning. And I said, you know, at the end of the day, we're still playing for a lot. There, there's still a lot that can happen in our conference. Um, but the only way that those things can happen is us controlling what we can control. And that's our next two games, most notably this one this week. And the best way to control that is to focus on what we need to do today. We need to win today. We'll worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. And I think our guys have done a really good job of just dialing into what is important today, whether it's the base game plan, whether it's the run game, whether it's punt return, whether it's kick return, all right, the next day we're focused on red zone, third down, you know, so on and so forth. I think they've really done a nice job of that. I think they understand our routine and why our routine of the week is so important. Uh, and inevitably, they're putting forth the energy and the effort needed to perform well Saturday. Now, ultimately, that's what it comes down to, yeah. but they're doing the necessary things throughout the week to put ourselves in a really good position to do that. Nadia, thank you for that question. Macy wants to know the significance of these final two games in terms of what it means for next season. Well, uh, you know, I, I think it's great for next season. I think it's great for the offseason. But, but more importantly, it's important for this season. Yeah. You know, we've, got, we've got some seniors on this team that have been through a lot in their time at the University of Texas. We have an opportunity uh, potentially to compete for a, for a Big 12 championship, and that's what we're striving for. We have an opportunity to enhance what bowl game we go to, which is, which is a great opportunity for them as well. Uh, and we have players that are continually developing in our program right now. So there's a lot that are going into these, these last two regular season games that uh, – for different you know reasons comparably a senior or freshman that are that are impacting them but more importantly for our team this year um you know we came into the season uh, with a lot of high hopes um we still think w our main goal is attainable to us which is getting to dallas december 3rd and competing for a big 12 championship um and in the end we've had some tough losses don't don't get me wrong but I think those tough losses have hardened us. I think they've calloused us. I think that we're learning how to persevere and how to show resiliency, and we've done it time and time again. We have another opportunity this week to do it again. And uh, I don't expect anything less than our guys to go out and play a hard-fought ball game and play really well Saturday. But I don't sense ever negativity from you in the way you carry yourself and the way that you address your team. Where did that come from? How did you learn to carry yourself in the way you do which seems like infectious positivity. Well, I'm, I'm just a big believer in eyes forward, man. Like, there's not much we can do about what just happened, right? Like nothing. I mean, yeah. it, it really it's nothing. I mean, what we can do is learn from it. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what adversity gives you. It gives you an opportunity to learn, to, to grow, to be better for when that opportunity presents itself again. 
And, um, you know, there was plenty to learn from Saturday night. But, man, the longer we spend, you know, poor me, woe is me, aw shucks, the less prepared we're going to be Saturday for Kansas. Yeah. And so you have to have this ability in college football and in football in general. There's seven days between games. And you spend 24 hours right after the game on the last one. Then you got to spend the next six days getting ready for the next one that, that you're getting ready to play. And, um, you know, I think Pete Carroll was really good at that in my time with him. Win or lose didn't matter. It was on to the next. It was on to the next. I think Nick Saban does a great job of that at Alabama. I think there's one reason why they don't stumble and they can stack wins and they have historically is because you, you learn from the last one, you fix the issues you have, you get on to the next. And, um, you know, but I'm also a believer in this idea that, like, man, hope and belief like when, when anytime you have hope for something and then you can you can earn the belief in it it's really powerful and and we should have a lot of hope still instilled in us for the growth of our program as individuals and as a team but also what could be there for us at the end of a couple weeks and so man let's give that all the attention it deserves to put our best foot forward and close right really close at this point in time a loss is coming against really good teams and they're one score losses at this point in time so you can see where this program is going as you mentioned can't sleep on this team coming up this weekend the kansas jayhawks an outstanding football team we'll get into that coming up you're watching longhorn weekly with coach sark presented by the texas lottery we'll be back with more to start getting set for ku Everyone knows that Pluckers is not only the best place for chicken wings in Austin, but also the best place to watch football. When USA Today names you one of the top 10 wing restaurants in America, you tend to be very busy. Our friends at Pluckers understand that no one wants to wait in line to get a table, so download the Pluckers Club app and virtually save your place in line. Prefer to eat Pluckers at your home? Pluckers offers online ordering for pickup and delivery through DoorDash. Visit Pluckers.com for details. You know what they say at Pluckers, if you don't like our wings, we'll give you the bird. Light salutes you, overly dedicated Texas Longhorn fan. How come? You show up to every UT football, basketball, baseball, volleyball, and ball-related sport there is. Each game, you slather your entire body in burnt orange. Every nook and cranny. Yes, you're brewed in Texas, and so is your Bud Light. Enjoy responsibly. Texas edition Bud Light beer cans. Anheuser-Busch, Houston, Texas. To win big, then Winstar World Casino and Resort is your best place to play. So if you're looking to hit it big, our expanded gaming floor now has over 10,000 of your favorite games for you to play big. And with new restaurants and bars, the world's biggest casino just keeps getting bigger. In the game of business, information is your playbook. It's the thing that keeps everyone on the same page so that each player has the knowledge they need to perform their role, work together, and give your team a competitive advantage. The trick, of course, is executing that playbook. And that's where RICO comes in. We're a proud sponsor and business technology provider of Texas Athletics. And we're ready to play for your team whenever you want an edge. We love TMI. Hook 'em horns, RICO. Imagine change. Fielded a yard deep, and it'll be brought out by Keelan Robinson. Turns it outside. Here's Robinson to the 30, 35, 40, trying to follow a block to midfield, and finally out of bounds. Well, the Longhorns needed a, a spark. Maybe they got it there, Will Matthews. A kickoff return of 52 yards in the TCU territory. Welcome back to Longhorn Weekly, presented by the Texas Lottery. Lord Galindo here from Craig Way, hanging out with Steve Sarkeesian. And we just heard the great call once again from Craig on that pivotal moment there where Keelan gave you a spark. And it seems like we've said that over and over and over. Keelan Robinson with the spark on special teams. What makes him so dangerous there and willing to be a factor on special teams? Well, I think there's a real commitment to special teams by him. You know, I think when, when you look at what he does in the pump block game, you look at what he does as a gunner on the punt team, you look at what he does on kickoff coverage, you look at what he does as a kick returner, all of a sudden that he, he's starting on four teams for us. And you start adding up the number of plays that those plays add up to, you're looking at 20, 25 plays a game that everyone wants to see him with the ball in his hands. But, man, he's impactful. He's blocking punts. 
He's tackling punt returners. He's tackling kick returners. He's getting kick returns himself. Um, and he does it with such, such speed and a passion. And I think he set a tone for what it looks like because all of a sudden now you're seeing Keaton Crawford do a lot of the very same things that Keelan Robinson does. Keaton Crawford last week blocks a field goal, covering kicks, covering as a, as a gunner on punt team. So that mentality, that phase of the game, I think we're finding guys that are finding a role on the team that can be impactful of the game. Keelan, also an emerging musician as well. As he is. Has he tried to help you in your hip-hop game recently? I ask a lot of questions about it. You know, as you know, we, we play music, you know, throughout different portions of practice, and I, I always check in, who's this? <laughs> who's that? Are you the clueless do, guy? Do, do you like this song? <laughs> I, I need to know if they like the song or not. Yeah, Some guys do. But, you know, so Coach Choice is our DJ at practice. He, he Not DJ, but he, he makes the playlist. And so how do you get that role? Having well, better musical taste well, than everybody else? Well, you, you just get a feel for people, you know. Yeah. And it, but, but you never know what's going to come off that thing, man. It's Phil Collins. What, then, then it's Kodak Black. I mean, okay. it, you know, it just it jumps around from, from different genres. And you'd be amazed how many players know so many songs, like from 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. Or all the way into They're one that was. born. Yeah, yeah. So parents definitely had an impact on them. So back in the day, what was your hype song? When did you pop in? Was it Ooh, was it a CD gosh. player? It was a CD player, right? Had to have been Walkman? a CD player. I mean, it um, wasn't a tape deck. Jeez, peace, man. That, that now you're putting me on the spot. Uh, what was my hype song? Yeah, I don't know if I had one. Okay, you know, I, I, just I, locked in for the gym. I, I definitely listened to a lot of music, and I did then, and I do now. But I don't know if there was like one song that was like I gotta have that song. How about on your walk? You've got your AirPods in before the game. Are you listening to music there? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. How does that go? How it do you varies. select what you're listening so to? So there, there's an artist by the name of Jay Boog. Okay. okay. Look him Jay up. Jay Boog. Yeah, he's this, um, I don't want to call it reggae, but it's kind of the, you know, the, the Hawaiian reggae. I listen to that a lot. I listen to Coldplay quite a bit. Okay. Uh, I don't, for whatever reason. Um, I listen to The Weeknd quite a bit. Yep. I listen to Post Malone quite a bit. So Wait, and you met Post Malone recently, I did get a chance right? to meet Post Malone, yes. So... At the end of the day, like, I like music. I really do. Um, and it's whatever I'm feeling on the bus ride and on my walk. I just kind of like to be in my space and make sure my mind is working clearly and ready to rock and roll. Well, you guys are going to be ready to rock and roll Saturday, going yeah. to Lawrence to take on a dangerous Kansas team. I mean, the turnaround that Lance Leipold has done with this group from a season ago, he's got them bowl eligible for the first time since 2008. Jalen Daniels may be coming back as well. What's your first thought on what you're getting into with Kansas offensively? Well, they present some issues. So imagine playing Navy or Air Force with the triple option, okay. which is not fun. Not always fun. Everyone dreads playing those games. You're like a bye week before yes. to get ready for that. But they do it out of the pistol, out of the shotgun and pistol, and then they have all of the real play, game, play action pass game off of it. You know, a lot of very similar concepts we run, they run that as well to go along with the triple option. So, A, you need to be really sound and rule-based in defending them. You got to play the dive. You got to play the quarterback. You got to play the pitch. Uh, but then they use a lot of formations. They use a lot of motions to make it happen. And then they have the play-action pass with the deep crossers, the post routes, and things that you have to defend there as well. So, eye discipline, really important. And then with all that, it's like, okay, you got to be disciplined. Uh, you you got to make sure your eyes are right. You got to be assignment sound. You still got to be physical. You still got to knock people back. You got to tackle well. You got to you got to be physical with them, or they'll hurt you that way too. So really good scheme with good players at the right spots. You got a really good running back in Neil Daniels at quarterback. Good tight end. So they can cause some issues for you uh, if you're not assignment sound. So how do you approach the quarterback situations? Because Kansas saying that on Monday, Daniels was getting back into it. He's got a shot to play. Jason Bean, who filled in and has done a really good job, similar skill set, did not finish the game a week ago. So we really don't know who that quarterback is going to be. How do you go through that preparation? Uh, the, the scheme's not going to change. You know, obviously one, you know, quarterback. Does the personnel matter all uh, that much? Not, not too much. You know, Bean can really run. You know, he, he's a fast straight line kid, and he can, he can throw the ball down the field. Daniels has got a great feel for the game. We learned that the hard way a year ago. That's yeah, what that, he kind of. That was his like first career start. Got on the you radar. Know, Bean had been playing all year, and then here comes Daniels shows up and 
he's flinging the ball all over the place on us. So he's got a great feel for the game. We got to be mindful of that. There's no play that he doesn't think he can't make. Uh, so we got to be mindful. We got to stay on top and make him earn yards. Neil at running back, he's also dangerous. And it's not just him. I mean, they've got a pretty deep backfield. So you're talking about a guy that's averaging more than six yards per carry against good Big 12 defenses because it's been a very good defensive conference this season. What jumps out about him and his unique skill set compared to the other really good backs in this conference? Big playability. It, it, it's, it's almost once a game he gets a 50-yarder or more. It feels that way to me when I'm watching the tape. Uh, and that's what option football can do to you, too. Uh, next thing you know, somebody doesn't have the pitch, it gets flipped out to him, and now he's racing down the sidelines, which, which we've seen around here a couple decades ago of what that can look like. Um, but then when they do hit you, he's got the elusiveness and the speed to hit the home runs. And so, again, he, very similar to the quarterback, we got to make sure he's going to get some yards in the game. We got to eliminate the explosive play. We got to make him earn those yards and not give him those free runs down the sidelines for 20, 30, 40, 50 yards. And we'll talk about the Kansas defense coming up, how Texas game plans for that and gets the offense going. Live from Pluckers West Campus location, this is Longhorn Weekly with Coach Sark from Learfield. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting a Teenager. Learning the Lingo. Jelly. Jelly adjective. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Question, what will you find on all over-the-counter or OTC medicine packages to help you choose the right drug and use it safely? The answer, the drug facts label. This label lists the medicine's active ingredients and purpose, how much to take, and warnings you should know before using it. Remember, even OTC medicines you buy without a prescription can cause side effects you don't want. So follow the information listed on the drug facts label. For more information, visit FDA.gov slash drug facts label. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic, safe, effective, even money-saving, just like FDA-approved generic drugs. Even if they don't come in the exact same color or shape as their brand name equivalents, they have the same key ingredients and go through a rigorous review process. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist today and visit FDA.gov slash generic drugs. Generics are safe, effective, and can save you money. You'll like the sound of that. Unused prescription opioid pain medicines can spell trouble. They can spell risk if taken by someone they weren't prescribed for, harm if accidentally taken by a child or pet, or overdose if they're not used as directed. Safely dispose of opioids before they can hurt your family. Find a drug take-back option such as medicine drop boxes. You may find these in your community at local pharmacies or police stations. Visit www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. Welcome back to Longhorn Weekly, presented by Texas Lottery with Steve Sarkeesian. Coach, we talked about the Kansas offense, a lot of things to be concerned with there. You look at the Kansas defense, and overall, the numbers don't necessarily jump off the page until you get to the big plays, right? The tackles for loss, and especially the takeaways. It's a yes. top 20 team nationally in terms of taking away the football. What's the scouting report of this group? Well, I think you hit the nail on the head. These guys have created 19 turnovers on the season. Um, I think they've gotten 11 interceptions and, and eight fumble recoveries. So they're very active, and that activity starts up front. They definitely get the TFLs. There's a lot of movement at the line of scrimmage, a lot of games, a lot of things with the defensive line. TFLs, sacks on the quarterback, and then ultimately creating turnovers is kind of their MO. So we got to make sure we're very mindful of the football. we got to make sure we keep the line of scrimmage clean and play our style of football and, and moving the ball and executing our game plan as we go through it. So how has preparation gone this week, trying to get the offense back on track? Well, it's been good. You know, like, like I said, we, we've got a lot of competitors in our room. You know, you, you don't have a, you know, a Bijan Robinson, a Roshan Johnson, Xavier Worthy, JT Sanders, those types of guys that have had a lot of success. They don't, they don't have the success that they've had in their career to get to this point. And they haven't had the years they've had without being ultra competitive young men. And uh, they're ultra competitive. 
Um, you know, they, they want to kind of redeem themselves here Saturday, and the best way to do it is to prepare to play well. And I think that they've put in the work, and now ultimately, like I said, they, they're chomping at the bit to get back on the field and, and go kind of redeem uh, you know, what happened last weekend. Really tough to play quarterback in the Big 12, tough to play quarterback at the University of Texas. I would imagine you put a lot on your quarterbacks being one in your playing career yourself. How has Quinn handled when everything is not good? It's not perfect. Yeah. How does he handle the struggle? Well, you know, I think it's all part of the process for him, right? He's another guy who's been the best of the best at whatever he's done his whole life. And then, then you get put in this environment, you get put in this arena, which is what you chose to do, right? Yeah. We always we remind everybody in our room, hey, we all chose to come to the University of Texas. We all know the standards. We all know the expectations. You know, with that, not every day is going to be rosy and sunshine and glorious, and you don't throw four touchdowns every weekend. You, you have adversity. But I think you learn a lot about yourself, and then we learn a lot about our players and their response to that adversity. And I think Quinn is a grinder. He works at his craft. He wants to be great. Mm -hmm. You know, he's not just okay with being the starting quarterback at the University of Texas. He wants to be great at being one of the starting quarterbacks at the University of Texas. And he puts in the work. And he gets right back to it. He tries to own the game plan, and he, he, he meets with myself, Coach Milwee. He makes extra throws. He does all the things. He wants to be spot on. He's extremely coachable. Uh, and in the end, I think he's probably harder on himself than anybody else could be on him um, because he knows what the expectation is. And uh, my job for him is to make sure that he doesn't wear the weight of the world on his shoulders, that he can go out there and play with a real sense of confidence and belief in, in what he can do and what our team can do and what the guys around him can do. They will make plays for you at quarterback if you give them opportunities to do it. And uh, there's a reason I played as long as I did because I live by that motto. I'm going to get the ball to you so you can run with it. You're faster than me. And if I can do it really accurately and on time, it makes my job a lot easier. And uh, I think Quinn is realizing that, that he doesn't have to shoulder at all, that he's got great people around him. Allow them to go do what they go do. And it makes you, as a quarterback, look really good when you do set up your teammates like that. He talked uh, earlier this week, he was doing his press availability, and he was asked just about his mechanics. And he started talking about his footwork maybe being a little sloppy. We were talking in the break about our baseball backgrounds, right? And you know as a hitter, the last thing you want to do is to go into the batter's box thinking about your mechanics, right? You want to be free. So at this point in the season leading up to the game, how much are you even doing mechanically if there is even anything there that needs to be addressed? Well, I think the analogy to a baseball hitter is, is, is really kind of a, a good parallel here because – Think about how many batters get in the batter's box and think, think about the variety of stances you've seen over the years. Yeah. Closed stances, open stances, hands high, hands low, uh, you know, whatever it is, whatever that routine is. But in the end, at, con at contact, everybody's in the it's same spot. The same. Yep. So I, I hear the comment about footwork. <laughs> footwork to me is about the rhythm in the play. You know, when your feet are right in our system, that would take you to read one, read two, read three, read four, and that's when that ball should come out. Quinn is a different style player. When you watch him play and you watch his high school film, he can get himself to balance to throw a ball when most people can't. That's the athleticism that he has, and he can deliver a ball from just about any arm angle at any moment that he needs to but he gets himself to balance to do it. And so you can overcoach guys like that too, and now you take away the stinger that they have, the mojo that they have to play the way that they're, that they're accustomed to playing. In the end, there's a level of discipline you have to have in our system to play quarterback, but you gotta do it your way. I'm never, at, at 18, 19, 20 years old, you're not changing how a guy throws the ball. Yeah. They, he's been throwing that way since he was four or five years old. Can I clean some things up from a timing perspective with his feet? Sure I can. And that's what we continually work on day in and day out. But how he delivers the ball, that's what makes him uniquely special. I don't think anyone's in Kansas City telling Pat Mahomes how to throw a ball anymore. <laughs> I hope they're right. Not. Yeah. So there's a reason people are uniquely special at delivering the ball, and that's one of the skill sets he has, and that's one of the strengths he has. And an opportunity for him to show what he's made of this week against a really good Kansas team. We'll be back to wrap it up. You're watching Longhorn Weekly with Coach Sark, presented by the Texas Lottery. 
The weather swings in Texas from one extreme to the next. Don't be surprised when you find bugs as uninviting guests in your home. Pest Management Incorporated treats a wide variety of pest control issues, including termites and bed bugs, for residential and commercial customers across Texas. Trust the pest control company that Texas Athletics has trusted for all their facilities since 2010. Visit us at pestmanagementinc.com today to schedule an appointment. Pest management treatments cannot rid you of bears, raiders, sooners, aggies, or other conference pests. Hook them. Football season is back, and when I think of football, I think of Pluckers. You can dine in at one of Pluckers' seven Austin-area locations, or if you don't feel like leaving the house, Pluckers has some of the best takeout in the game. You can also order Pluckers on DoorDash, so you never have to miss a minute of the game or get off your couch. Visit Pluckers.com and place your online order for pickup or place a delivery through DoorDash. You know what they say at Pluckers, if you don't like our wings, we'll give you the bird. Longhorns men's basketball is headed to New York City this December, and Texas Farm Bureau Insurance is sending along two lucky fans to Madison Square Garden. Register free for the Battle in the Big Apple sweepstakes at TexasSports.com slash New York for your chance to win airfare, hotel, game tickets, and $500 cash to spend December 6th with the Longhorns in New York City or other great prizes. Registration closes on November 20th, so visit TexasSports.com slash New York today. And good luck from Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. It's the Ford Shine Bright sales event, and Ford is helping you be a light for others this holiday season. Right now, get special offers on select Ford trucks and SUVs. Come in and choose a vehicle in stock, or simply place a custom order, lock in your rate, and you're protected. Hurry in to your local Ford dealer today and find the Ford vehicle that helps you shine bright all season long. Not all models, trims, or features may be available or may be subject to change. Third down and five for TCU. Back to the ground, and the ball's fumbled. Loose on it, and the ball's still loose. Picked up down the sidelines. Shot a Barron to the 20. Say goodnight to this one. Barron takes it in. How do you like that? The Longhorns have a touchdown, and they have life with 425 remaining in the game. Welcome back to Longhorn Weekly with Coach Sark. We heard the highlight call there from Craig Way with Jade Barrett. I mean, I've been watching this program for a really long time, and that's up there with one of the better single-game performances by a defensive player that I've seen. When you start looking at the film, what made that so special for Jade? Oh, I've been really proud of Jade. I, I think the maturity that he showed from last year to this year, last year kind of being a part-time player, when he played, played well. But what he did for us this year and what he continues to do is just be such a steady force. He's got a really high football IQ. This guy's very aware. He plays the nickel position. He goes out and plays corner. Uh, he gets interceptions. He picks up fumbles. He sacks the quarterback. He makes plays on the perimeter, on perimeter screens. He really has done so much for us, and that was a, that was a great moment for him. And, and just uh, I think there's even better days ahead for him. So momentum now, when it comes to recruiting, we know we can't talk about individual right. players out there committed that want to sign, but what's the vibe that you're getting? What's the reaction that you're seeing right now? Well, I think players see it. You know, I think families see it. I think high school coaches see what we're building, and they can feel it. Uh, they come watch us practice. They see the way we practice, the physicality of practice. They see us play, uh, the style of play. They see how they fit in the scheme. Uh, and I think more than anything, they see the relationships we have with our players, the commitment to develop in these young men, not only as football players, but as people, as students. Uh, and it's a, it's a culture that they want to be part of. And I think we're, we're reaping the benefits of it all. Because that's real. And that's really a, uh, a one word to sum up, like your staff. It's real. I mean, those connections that you make, the way you guys treat everybody. I told you a long time ago when you first showed up, it felt like match being back in terms of this being the one heartbeat, the family, the people are accustomed to seeing with this Texas football program. Well, you know, I'd like to think I'm real. You know, I'd like to think that, hey, we, we've all have life. Life happens to us all. Um, I don't shy away from mine. Um, but, but I also feel like I can connect with people on a way when you're vulnerable when you're transparent, when you're honest, uh, when you can smile and laugh and have a good time, but yet be demanding, not demeaning, but be demanding of it all, that players appreciate it, that our, that our staff appreciate, appreciates it. I think everybody walks into our building every day because they want to be there, not because they have to be there. And if we can create that environment day in and day out, 
that people want to be in the building, they want to come to work every day, that that becomes contagious and that other people want to be part of it. And I think that that's what we have going on right now. Yeah, you can sense that. You can feel it. A lot of good things happening for this program right now. Another huge one coming up on Saturday, 2.30 kick in Lawrence for the first time. Longhorns haven't been there in a while because of COVID and a huge game for this program. Coach, always appreciate the opportunity to hang out and talk shop with you a little bit. Craig Wade does a great job, but it's been a lot of fun hanging out here. Excited to see what this fan base does, right? See if they show up to Lawrence, they make that trip, and then back here for Baylor. That's going to be a huge one to wrap up this season. Yeah, this is a big couple weeks coming, you know, down to about a week now when you think about we're playing Saturday, short week next Friday. So, uh, we're going to find out. It should be a heck of a run here at the end. Coach, as always, I appreciate it. See you on Monday. And we'll see everybody next week. Craig Way is back. We want to say thank you to everybody here tonight at Pluckers for bringing the juice. Thank you for watching Longhorn Weekly with Coach Sark. Sark has been brought to you by Pluckers Wing Bar. If you don't like our wings, we'll give you the bird. Windstar World Casino and Resort, over 10,000 ways to play. By Rico, an official corporate sponsor of Texas Athletics. The University Co-op. Get ready for game day and support student success at UT Austin by shopping the Co-op. By your South Texas Ford dealers. Ford is the best in Texas. The Texas Lottery. Longhorn fans, play the Texas Lottery today. The Texas Lottery proudly supports Texas education and veterans. presentation of the Longhorn Radio Network.